0: Welcome everybody to the Sports Phone. Uh, if you are new to, well, actually, I got to jump back to this one more time because I know we've talked about this a little bit in the past. Maybe this is the sign, Jim, that it's time for a new for a new theme song. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's time we go back into the books and find something new. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the Sports Phone, everybody. Um, if you are new to the show, very simply put. This is an open forum sports talk show. Uh, Jim and I are here to talk about what is going on in the world of sports at any level. We don't care where it is, what level it is, whatever's going on. Uh, We just like to take this hour once a week to talk about sports, to kind of get away from all the the craziness, whether it be COVID or politics or whatever it is. Uh, We just want to talk about sports for an hour a week. And we want you, the listeners, to drive that conversation. We want you to be the ones that bring up the topics. Whatever you want to talk about, we want to hear about it. We'll throw our two cents in if you so desire. But we just want to talk sports for an hour. And uh, we, we love the opportunity to do this uh, every week. But to get rolling, uh, we've got an, an old friend coming back to join us uh, to start the show this week, don't we? Yeah,
1: you see, uh, our old friend has, I mean, that that's one of his, um, that may be my favorite of all his credentials is he's my old friend. Um, he's also the athletic director of amongst other because um a school of 160 70 plus kids can't have a full-time athletic director really a full-time anything almost um he does a lot of things at that school known as one of the best advocates for the students. I think that's a good overall when 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 a kid has a problem they go to Noah Gold. And I've been there and Jerry's been there too. He he used to Jerry used to go to the what I called the sports lounge which was uh hmm. yep. Noah's office. Hi, Noah. <laughs> Hello there, gentlemen. Thank you for having me back on the show. It's been a while. Yeah. Noah's also been our guest host a couple times when I was on the road or Jerry was sick. I don't know what it was, but um, it's great to, as Amy Goodman might say, it's great to have you back. And uh, <laughs> Well, it's
2: great to be back. I'm, I wish we had something to talk about on the high school level and, and uh, some sports, but... You know, it's not the time, so we, we make the best. And the fact that you guys are still hammering out a show every week, uh, kudos to you guys, because I'm sure it can't be easy for that certain week.
1: Well, I'll tell you, some, somehow we went over the edge, you No, know, about six God, man, six months ago, three months ago. All of a sudden, Jerry and I haven't introduced a topic in a long time just to speak of. The, the listeners have done what we've asked them to do, and they've they've brought up topics. So it's it's been really fun, almost the way that... I envisioned the the, yeah. the show being. Two well,
2: things. that's a testament to you guys and, and, and the product that you put out there. This is always a great show. I remember the, the launch of Wednesdays. I was a bigger part of it because it worked out for my scheduling. But uh, uh, just I think it's a great thing, great show, and it's it's nice to be back.
1: Um, well, let's, let's start with just, uh, we had Josh Furks uh, again, another good good friend, uh, dedicated athletic director. I'll tell you, if, if there's ever a word I'm going to use for Josh Furks, it's dedicated. Dedicated athletic director. He explained last week that uh, there was still no um, interaction on the, the competitive sports fields and that... Um, NCS was supposed to make a decision by December 7th, and it sounds like they've kicked the can down the road. Without getting into that long explanation, just get a little more detail than that. What's going on with competitive high school athletics in a nutshell?
2: All right. So the governing body of the whole thing is the CIF, and they're really the, the captain of this boat. And that you know that's the organization that's going to let us know when the light is green. So what they do and what they've been doing is essentially waiting for the state government, the California de- uh, Department of Public Health, and the governor's office to come up with some guidance. So the the last guidance that was put out in August uh, isn't allowing, you know, essentially competitive sports, and that's sort of what we've been dealing with this entire time. Now, the CIF and the NCS kind of got ex- You know, I look at it as not excited, but maybe they were optimistic that they could, you know, pull this off and have the start. So, you know, in typical sports fashion, I think they're an organization that does not want to quit, does not want to give up, does not want to call the game. They want to keep playing. They want to keep trying. So when the governor's office didn't come up with an update. They obviously couldn't start on December 7th, so then what they, the next best thing for them to do, it'd be to, yeah, as you mentioned, kind of kick the can down the road. I think the new weigh-in time is January 19th, um, or unless there's some new guidance from the state office letting us know what the parameters are. But for now, on this day, um, there is no competitive sports, and... You know, we will see.
1: And my, my I have one, one, one follow-up that I want you to confirm or deny, and that is I think I talked to enough people in Mendocino, and I think I got the same answer from Fort Bragg. As long as the, the school board, the Mendocino Unified School District Board, as long as they don't see fit to have students in class live in class, that they will not have live competitive sports, regardless of what the governing bodies say. Do you agree that that's a policy?
2: No, I will not agree with that. What I will tell you is that with COVID, the way it currently is, coupled with our distance learning, Mendocino wasn't going to start competitive sports on December 7th. Okay. Now, to, to kind of answer your question is, if, let's say, for the sake of the conversation, it is March and things are better, um, but for the school system, because we've been doing distance learning and we have a flow and the kids are in a uh, flow, we could keep distance learning going because it may be the most advantageous way for everybody to finish a school year.
1: I see. Makes sense. Uh,
2: But if it was safe and they were going to allow people to do what we do, which is pack in the tight vans and drive over three counties, you know, drive over three counties for league games. And and if that is something that the state deems acceptable, then there is a chance that we could be in distance learning because that would make the most sense for the school. But if it was safe, we would participate. If we felt like um, certain counties were still in the purple or COVID still hadn't... um, been wrangled in then we would never put our kids in a position to risk their health
1: i'm cheering go ahead jerry no go ahead if you you had something else i was was just gonna say i'm cheering i I don't want to get back into it again that's why i said go ahead jerry i don't want to bring up the vaccine again it's looking good (laughs) from a public health standpoint i work in public health and it's looking really good even better than it did last week i think it's going to be a game changer a very slow one go ahead
0: sorry those two words just don't go with you can't have a slow game changer that doesn't work I'm sorry. I'm with but anyway but no one like perspective thing I, I that i've been following a little bit because i'm because i'm in oregon and so the ducks are a big deal up here and so because of the ducks the pack 12 is a big deal it's one of these things i didn't really put a connection to is like mendocino high school is having the same challenges with with the state of california that Cal Berkeley is having, that UC-
1: oh. UCLA
0: is having, that USC is having trying to do their sports for the Pac-12. And it's this, it's this weird connection of, like, the fact that you're having the same challenges that Division One, you know, Power 6, co- excuse me, Power 5 conference schools are having, I think it just shows how strict California has gotten with their policies and rules and, and how those rules have adapted from, you know, each time the virus and the state of the virus has changed.
2: Yeah, you know, the whole situation, um, you know, we can all sit back and we can all have our personal opinions. I think it's an especially tough time. You know, one, one point that popped into my head was, especially uh, at the outset of there being a possibility that December 7th would, would be a start date for something. You know, what tricks me out is, is the NFL is a billion-dollar industry. Uh, the Denver Broncos, I think, alone are worth 10 billion dollars. Yeah. And they trotted out, because of COVID, they trotted out a practice squad rookie wide receiver <laughs> to play the most important position for their $10, $10 billion worth organization. So my feeling was, if that'd be like if they let me be the CEO of Amazon for a day. You know, like, that to me is the equivalent. Um totally not qualified, not supposed to be doing it, but yet it happened. It was a real thing, <laughs> and it trips me out. So my point is this. It's a billion-dollar industry that has many medical staff on, on retainer, uh, has tons of protocol, has, has all the money to make safety uh, priority, all the instant testing, and if they can't pull it off, And how could a small rural high school be playing football? (laughs) And so, you know, the the pandemic is real, the real serious um, virus. And uh, it's unfortunate that it's costing um, everybody their experience in sports from the professional all the way down to my own daughters and middle school sports. You know, I'm dying to get them back out there. Um, you know, we've been at home for too long, but I look at it like if the NFL couldn't figure it out, I mean, and, and the NBA used their money and did it smart, and they made a bubble, and the bubble seemed to work. Um, but this is what we got, and we just got to get through it. Jim said, maybe this vaccine, maybe it won't be a game changer in the sense that it will make a really fast impact, but I'll tell you what, if it can get my kids back on the fields starting next fall, I'll be thrilled man that like that's all I could ask for
0: well you, you talked a little bit you know you've been cooped up at home and all that how, how are you holding up from a personal sports standpoint maybe not as an athletic director but just as a fan or are you watching college hoops have gotten started keep ready for the NBA no, get you know, rolling? How, just how are you how is your sports world holding up uh, with with
2: everything it is sad. It is sad. It it, it is sad because as the years went on, I'm not gonna lie. As as the years went on, I actually became much more interested and enjoyed high school sports more than professional. Couple that with just being busy and not having you know the two hours to sit down and watch an NBA game. But right now, I'm starving, man. Uh, You know, I got. I'm at a school where there's no kids, and that is kind of sad. And I look down at our soccer field, and, you know, it's like I can't get away from that sense of loss. That being said, you know, we make the best that we can. So my kids are on these, um, they're called uh, extracurricular cohorts, and it's something that the high school has started, which is essentially, it's from this, uh, like I said, the California Department of Public Health. They uh, They made a pamphlet, or they came up with their guidelines for what they would allow, And it is very strict, you know, kids have to be six feet apart, they can't share the balls. there's there's pretty strict rules, but it is an opportunity for them to get out of the house, to run around, and so uh, that has been something, I take my daughter to basketball Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, you know, she's alone at a rim by herself, but she can work on some dribbling drills, and some shooting, and you know, it's something, it's something at a time where there's not a lot, so... We're going to take it, we're going to be appreciative, and we're going to hope that, you know, we can get back to normal.
1: This is a great, great, positive uh, perspective with a little bit of depression mixed in. It's it's, it's really well done. Um, I got the opposite. When I when I talked to Josh last week, Noah, I got uh, from a, from an incredibly positive person. You, you know what I'm talking about. I know you do. Um I got the opposite. I got depressed with a little bit of a of, of positive squeezing through. You, you sort of come in the opposite and I, I, I commend you for that. It's got to rub off on onto the kids. It's
2: You know, it like I too. said, at a certain point, I hope people recognize that, at least from the, for our high school in
1: Mendocino, uh,
2: that we're doing all that we can w- while dealing with working for a state agency that has layers of bureaucracy where rules have to be followed just as if it was a sporting contest so um you know what these these extracurricular activities are what we have you know hopefully next week we're going to have little pods of 14 kids that are going to or you know not any more than 14 but you know we could have as much as 14 playing doing soccer drills doing some basketball drills and running a little cross country so um you know hopefully um it's not going to be, you know, like it's something, you know, and, and, and at a point where, you know, you, you know, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, man, you know, just just dribbling by yourself six feet from anyone, that doesn't seem fun. But now my daughter's doing something, it. and it's like, what's the alternative, you know, yeah. sitting at home, being bored, you know, like so maybe it isn't the most beautiful game of basketball that we all miss and love, but, but they're working on their skills, they're getting their heart rate up, and, you know, if, if that's what we get, then you know you take your spoonful of medicine, here, sugar and let tre- the medicine go down.
1: So. tremendous update for us Noah we're gonna hang up uh, with, with with you and move on to the phones. What I'd like the, right is what I'm begging you for is busy or not busy, please give us ten minutes every six weeks, every two months something all right I don't want don't I don't want do to say that good. far but you're just such a a, a, a good connection into the high school world for us.
2: Well, I appreciate that, and, and I will. I'll make more of an effort to, to be a part of Sports Run, because it's fun, and uh, there's I've never been on and gotten off and been like, oh, I didn't enjoy that. I get off, and I go to my wife, and I'm like, did you hear it? Is it awesome?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry's going to have oh, a new and song. Mention,
2: and I wanted to mention before I hang up, I actually have my own radio. Because you inspired me, I have my own radio show on uh, Student powered Radio 89.3 oh, KKX. Really? Uh, every Thursday from 10 to 11, me and Superintendent James Morse, we're out there, we're playing music, we're having great conversations. So, uh, quick shout out for that show. It's the first time I've publicly, you know, even put it out there. But uh, being on the radio, so thank you for the inspiration,
1: gentlemen. See you yeah, later, absolutely. Noah. 707 895 2448. We're ready to talk sports on, on the sports phone here. Um, I'm going to give a this day in sports, Jared, see, see how, what this, um I thought I'd pull up sort of a negative one. Plus I hate the Warriors. You know that. So on this day, again, let's remind of what, what day is it? I always like to say what day it is. It is, it
0: is Friday, December
1: 4th. And on, on December might not have been a Friday, but on December 4th in 1997, Latrell Spreewell of the Golden State Warriors got suspended for one year for putting his gigantic basketball hands around his coach, P.J. Carl- Carlissimo's neck, and he Ch- shook them. It was called choking the coach. And he got suspended for a year. I thought he should have gone to jail for it. But that—that um, that is an amazing thing I think think about. It. I remember when it happened, and, you know, it also is a reminder of the ebbs and flows, Jared, but that uh, since then, just think where the Warriors have been since then. Right.
0: Well, it's funny because I was only six years old when that happened, so I didn't know about it at oh. the time. But as I got older, that was one of those stories that I learned about, just be- becoming a fan of basketball. Really? It was one of those things that you learned about after that. Yeah, because I, I don't associate Latrell Spreewell with the Warriors at all. In my, like, in the part of my young, in in my younger ages, I remember him with the Knicks. I don't re-
1: associate oh, him right. with the Warriors
0: at all. So I learned about that story by watching basketball, by watching Patrick Ewing and De- and those Knicks teams, and then subsequently learning about spreewell as a warrior choking his
1: coach. Did we did we talk about it when you were a kid? Is that how you found out? I don't remember ever talking about it with you. Or is this No, so-
0: I think it was just something that came up huh. like just kind of like I just eventually learned about just watching, just watching sports uh, and just watching basketball. Yeah, that's a big one in local sports. That's definitely one of the bigger ones. Um. Mine is from twenty eighteen, so I have a recent one here. Uh, December fourth, twenty eighteen. Excuse me, twenty eighteen, not twenty nineteen. December fourth, twenty eighteen, um, and the owner, we actually talked about this uh, on the show a while back. Uh, but in twenty eighteen, the owner an ownership group called the Seattle Hockey Partners, led by a multi billionaire uh, named Davis Bonderman, were granted an NHL license by the NHL Board of Governors to start play in the 2020 2021 season at Key Arena in Seattle uh, which we are now getting ready for that 20 2020 2021 uh, NHL season oh, and wow. I, yeah, and we talked about this a little bit cuz I think the name is awesome. We're going to I think the gear is awesome. We're going to get to see the opening season for the Seattle Kraken this year uh, in in uh, in, in, up in Seattle, and if anyone you know is a sports fan, especially in the Pacific Northwest, they know how passionate Seattle people are about their sports. You know, whether it be Seahawks, uh, the Celtics, or me, not the Celtics, the Sonics before the Sonics left, uh, the Seattle Sounders, their soccer team, even the Seattle, uh, the Seattle Storm, the WNBA team up there is, is wildly popular. So, so this
1: I'm, this I'm, is a an NHL team. I remember talking about it, but I I didn't pay that much attention, even though I was the host of the show, because I don't really care about hockey. But that team you were talking about, what we're saying is going to start next season.
0: They're going to start this upcoming season. And it was this day three years ago that the NHL granted the city of Seattle and this hockey group uh,
1: the license to have that team. And then did you? you one thing I like about this day in sports, I I actually like the idea that you've done a couple times, so I want to add it to this day in sports. I want to always bring up something that actually happened the day we're talking in sports like today even though, so then we go back in time so did anything
0: Oh yeah okay yeah 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 yeah
1: Did, did anything really big happen today that you know of cuz you keep up pretty close
0: you know, it's it's funny, and by the way, phone lines are open, 707-895-2448, give us a ring if you want to talk about sports, or if you've got any stories or topics you want to bring up, give us a call, change the subject, whatever you want to talk about here on the sports phone. But it's funny, because I work for a company that's in the cannabis industry, so we monitor oh, you yeah. know the, the, the marijuana world pretty closely. And so this is something that we actually talked about a little bit at work today, um, and it's it's a pretty straightforward story, uh, like if at, on its surface, I and mean, I think it's a very good thing. Um, the NBA and the National Basketball Association's player, or excuse me, the National Basketball Players Association, have agreed that they are going to suspend random drug tests for marijuana during the 2020-2021 season. So the upcoming uh, NBA season. Now, why that's a big deal? It kind of. There's a little bit of context for how drug testing works in the NBA. So it, under a normal rule set, and this is me, a little bit of research that I did. You know, I took, I, I didn't get enough, much time as I would have liked, but this is what I know so far. Players throughout the course of the season are normally required to undergo six random urine tests during the season and off season that they don't know when they're going to happen. Those are the tests that are being put on, on hold for the upcoming
1: everyone ask. gets six or they c- can get up to six it, the,
0: the wording that I have found is players are required to undergo six random urine tests huh it doesn't I would it, the fact that it doesn't specify I would imagine is it would be everybody but that's where they're gonna be putting on hold what isn't getting put on hold just for clarification is t- players that have failed previous drug tests and are required to take subsequent ones, are still going to have to take tests. It's it's the random ones that players would just be having to take throughout the course of the season uh, that are not going to be distributed uh, in regards to marijuana testing. Jim, big deal? Cool. Big story? Little story? Wait,
1: well, I, I I think it's going to be taken in such different ways. Some people are that are that are anti marijuana for whatever reason is going to say the NBA is soft on drugs. No matter what, there's no way around it. That's the argument. If you don't agree with it, I mean, I I grew up playing basketball at the 70s. And if someone wasn't stoned in practice every day, it was it was it was um, it was rare. And, And I tell you right now is I I lived in college with these players. I traveled all over the Northeast with them. I'll tell you right now, days, some players were stoned they played way better than they weren't am, am i pushing marijuana i don't know but that's the that's a fact and from, from my standpoint so i think it's an individual thing uh, i think we've come far enough um the reason i think it's a, uh, i think we, we've come far enough judging it that, that people can make their own decisions but it's still a a polarity thing. There's some people are going to say that, that that are so against any illegal drugs. They're going to say the NBA is crazy. Uh, they're they're encouraging people. They're encouraging their fans to to use cannabis. I don't I don't know. I, it's it's basically a can of worms alert. I don't think there's they could do anything with. You're, you mean it's a can of worms alert
0: if you're taking it from the like the naysayers'
1: perspective? Exactly. It's right, it's right. so that it's very interesting one though. Uh, what do you think? 707-895-244. The NBA has eased up. And is it is it clear? Did I hear you right, Chair? Is it just for this season?
0: So it's actually a continuation of something they did in the bubble for ah. the end of last season. Okay. They're, they're, they're continuing it. I, I don't know if they've said if it goes beyond this season. I don't think it does. But it's an extension of what was happening
1: uh, last season. You know, the big one of the big questions is, is there any why in there or is what, what is the reason?
0: It, I, I, I this is where I, I, I wish I had a little bit more information and, and like it had a, had a little bit better chance to, to research it. I, I honestly think it, like to some extent, I think it's the NBA's just kind of trying to get with the times and we, we've talked about, you know. It, when you compare the NBA to other leagues, they're a little bit more progressive. I think it's, it's fair to say that. I just think this is a continuation of that, right? Like, it's, it's just another thing that that's kind of shows that. You know, I, I think the NBA almost sees the writing on the wall, maybe, to even some extent. Like, it's, you know, states can legalize it. It's legal in Canada. I think it's legal in Mexico, federally. It, it seems like eventually it's going to be legal federally in the United States. I don't know when when it's going to happen, but it seems like slowly it's going that direction. I just think they kind of see the writing on the wall of like cannabis has a
1: You don't think it has a, anything a, anything, to, anything to do with the pandemic? I th- I think the pandemic has probably
0: in, is involved with it in some way, but I don't think they're looking at it from the perspective of I don't think they're solely looking at it from the perspective of Oh, p- players have nothing to do because of the pandemic. They're getting high. Let's just make it not le- let's just legalize it and not test for it. I don't think it's as simple as that. I think that's part of it. But I just think the larger picture is like I said, someone that's in the industry and it, I and is optimistic about the future of it. I think that if you want to take the optimist view, this is the NBA seeing like this is going to happen eventually we should get ready for it. I think it's a
1: big deal. I think it's really cool. Well, it's a cool. big deal. 707-895-2448. Challenge to the callers. Coaches, uh, let's start with Noah Gold, athletic director. What do you think of this? Uh, parents, what do you think of this? Uh, players, what do you think of this? Hello, hello caller. You're on the air.
3: Hello, Jim. This is Burton.
1: Hey, Burton. Burton. Great to hear from you. I don't get a hello, hello
3: Burton. just Jim. <laughs> so, um, today... In cannabis history, oh boy, the House of Representatives passed a marijuana legalization bill for the entire country for the first time in history today. Today, today,
1: the same day that the NBA is lifting their their uh, drug testing. Interesting.
3: Hey, the same within a month of when a woman was elected vice president. I mean, these are times. What can I say? <laughs> Wow. And that happened, I mean, the same month that a woman became that general manager I brought up the day that that happened, the general manager of the the ball team turns out not just in that league, but she's the she's the first female general manager of a sports team in the history of the country.
1: That was well done, Burton. The way the way I was ready to say, how are you tying your call in with sports, but you just did it very very eloquently.
3: It's you, know, you brought it up. You brought up pot and sports. <laughs>
1: that's and
3: nice. and today. Right. That wasn't you. That was Jerry. And it being today and also today <clears throat> that happened. And I didn't know it was happening until yesterday. Someone sent me a text saying, hey, contact your representative. So, you know, I did. Huh. But anyway, um, there you wow. go.
1: That, that's that's a day in the
3: in, in, in history. See? As well as, as well as, well I mean, when you go to COVID, you know, the numbers from yesterday are startling and scary. Oh, yeah. You know, when you consider the fact that it took eight months for a million people to test positive, and then eight or 10 days, 15 days for the next million, and now we're up to over 200,000 positive tests a day. That means that in less than five days, there'll be another million.
1: Wow. Those, that that is that statement's an honor again I think you said this couple of weeks ago that statement is in honor of mr Paul McCarthy he <laughs> yeah, lo- he loves yeah, his... yeah right
3: in, today in sports no <laughs> today in i mean I, I love how he turned it into you know a scorecard for you know hey look there's no sports but look this other thing's going on it's in the way of sports and it we we got to pay attention here are the numbers you know and so there anyway <clears throat> I can't you. replace them but you know
1: thanks for anyway
3: I just wanted to state, since you brought it up, I thought I'd lead that way, and maybe I'll call back later. Bye.
0: See ya. Thanks, Bert. You know, Jim, it's it's interesting, um, Burton bringing that up. It kind of brings up this this kind of thought experiment because you know I love a good thought experiment, a good hypothetical. Let's say marijuana gets legalized, legalized federally by okay. by the government. It'd be, it's going to be really interesting to see if they it get. Okay, sorry, let me expand on that a little bit. It's it legalized federally, and they treat it as eighteen as the limit, which is kind of what states do. Yep. How do sports governing bodies, especially for academic sports governing bodies deal with that? Do, does the NCAA have to change their rules? Jeez. Are they going to allow it? What about seniors in high school?
1: <laughs> we got
0: <They>, are <laughs> 18. Like, I just, I'm just curious about it from like the, the governing body athletics. Cause it's such a big deal. You know, NCAA, you can't smoke weed. It's a, it's a drug vi- policy violation. What if it gets legalized federally? And I don't know. I don't know how the law works. Like CIF, Mendocino High School for, for whatever. Like, do or is there an? I guess is there an obligation to change your rules for for the for athletic?
1: You're on the air, sports phone.
3: Uh, I, I just wanted to amend what I said earlier, yep. and that is that depending on the on the headlines you read, it's either about decriminalization or legalization. Oh, the right. difference between those two. Talk to any of the small growers. I mean, you know, the hard-working growers that are at it, and it's just like they're all for, uh, they, They'd, per- as far as I know, they'd prefer decriminalization because the legalization has brought on so much in the way of taxes and red tape for the small grower to really make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but depending on, and I haven't read the article, I just heard it, on the, I just got a headline earlier and I've been at work all day, but anyway, depending on the headline that you see, um, USA Today says House of Representatives passed marijuana legalization bill. NBC says House passes historic bill to decriminalize cannabis. So I don't know what's up exactly, but I'll leave you with that.
1: Thanks. Hey, uh, we got uh, my favorite um, um, sports phone text fan, our, our, our uh, regular texter Z says, speaking of marijuana and sports, Mike Tyson said he got high just before his recent exhibition fight. I cannot imagine being high and wanting to fight in the first place. That's from, from Z. What a strange dude he is, he says. And by the way, Jerry, Z wants a sports phone ball cap.
0: Well, I, we had a discussion about it. Nothing to update <laughs> anybody on uh, in terms of sports phone merchandise at this point. There are there are conversations happening in the shadows, uh, behind the scenes. Uh, so so maybe stay tuned for that. Maybe there'll be <laughs> updates. Maybe there won't be. You're on 895 Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. Oh, uh, we got a little little sidetrack there. On, on we we to got a,
1: we got a call, Jared. I think they're on right now.
3: Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Okay, so they just legalized uh, small amounts of uh, hard drugs in Oregon. Uh, such as heroin. And then um, I, I couldn't figure out for sure whether you had a choice of a $100 final going to rehab or whether you had to go to rehab or whether you could choose neither.
1: <laughs> so anyway, basically, um, yeah. Are you, talk, are you talking about in general or are you talking about in sports? Well, no, we were talking about drugs too, and I said they legalized heroin
3: uh, oh, for see. small amounts, in, or they decriminalized for, for small amounts in Oregon.
1: Huh.
3: Well, all uh, drugs, all drugs, not just talking about marijuana, all drugs.
1: Huh. All right, thanks for the call. All
0: right, well, as much as it's a good conversation, I, I do want to kind of reemphasize I, I brought this up because the NBA just suspended their testing this is the sports phone we're trying to talk about sports as as much as we can here again i think it's a fascinating conversation and and around the nba's choice to do it um but yeah we're we're trying to keep it sports focused as much as possible
1: 707-895-2448 keep those calls coming Um, how about a change of subject jerry and, and until we get another call yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. A few different things uh, we we can talk about.
1: Uh, I've got. About here. I I I wanted to see if I could introduce one.
0: Yeah, go for it. I know you've got a few that you've been you've been waiting to talk about. Yeah,
1: this is this is one. I, it's a follow up because it was such a big deal. I think it was this day, this yesterday or last week in sports. Remind me of the name of the college team that. Um. um remind me the name of the college team that that. Um, Put the first woman on the field?
0: Uh, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt University. They uh, they took, so Vanderbilt University for a lot of, for COVID-related reasons, uh, all of their kickers or options for kickers uh, on their football team uh, were not available for last week's game, I believe against Missouri. So what did they do? They turned to the starting goalkeeper for the Vanderbilt women's soccer team and uh, brought Sarah Fuller in as their kicker. Uh, for the game uh, yet last week against Missouri. That's that's what happened last week.
1: So what got me thinking was, I'm 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 not sure what I'm all for in this case because it got me thinking so much. I, I was twisting my own self around, and I mentioned to yeah. you a little bit. Um,
0: Did you watch the game? I actually just want to start with that real quick. Did you? I saw watch the game or, or the highlights I saw or
1: just just her kick. That's all. She she kicked okay. once. The team lost forty-one <laughs> to nothing, and, and so she didn't. Yeah, but- much opportunity for kicking.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. Is like I watched a good chunk of the game because I was interested, and they talked about it a lot. But it was wildly anticlimactic. <laughs> like Vanderbilt, first of all, is an awful football team, and and so it was just it was just really unfortunate to see her one kick was a squib kick, twenty yards down the field. It was deliberate. It was it was done really well. It wasn't like she mishit it or anything. But it was just really kind of a bummer to see. One kick, and then just just cutting to shots of her practicing kicking, or just standing on the sideline the whole time. It was okay. a bummer that she didn't have the opportunity to kick a field goal or an extra point. But if that was just because Vanderbilt was awful. That's a bad football team. But go ahead, I jumped in there a little bit, Jim. Go ahead. Where where, where were you leading with this Well, this well I was
1: leading is I'm I've always been considered pretty liberal with my friends and all with with um with social um social issues but what i what i'm questioning is is a woman on a men's football team there's no way around it that's not that is that if you look at the website for vanderbilt it's called men's football so a women a woman plays on the men's football team
0: i i i'm gonna challenge that in the sense of i i think if you look at any college website, and I've looked at quite a few of them in my last job, it is never specified that it's men's football. It is football.
1: Let, let me continue. Go, but go ahead. <laughs> I just want to get that
0: clarification out there.
1: Um, there I go believe ahead. you can go to men's sports or women's sports in most high school or, or college websites and it's listed in, in the category, it's listed in the group of then you subcategorize into football. But to get to football, I think you go to men's athletics first. Maybe not in, in some websites. You may have me there, but that's what I, I'm, I'm thinking. I, I see the
0: point that you're making. Go so
1: right. I, I, my, I, I know where you're My, my question the is, there is women's softball. It's called women's softball in college, I, I think. Uh, at least we yeah. call it that. We call it girls' softball in high school. And in a general sense, a woman is allowed to play on a football team That's a man, this listed as a men's sport. Let's just agree with that for a second. Why isn't a man allowed to play on a women's softball team? 707 895 2448. That, in my opinion, is a legitimate question. And is it or is it not sexist that a woman is allowed to play on a men's team, but a man can't play on a women's team? I also, when it goes to the NBA, you explained to me some women have tried out for men's. NBA and got cut, but a man I don't believe could try out for a women's NBA team. My question is, is it sexist or not?
0: <laughs> so I I tried to research this. I did. Oh, it geez. is complicated. Because it, it's, it's really complicated to research something like this and separate opinion pieces from what the actual rules are. Oh. Like when you try to Google this stuff. It, it gets – and do research on it. It gets really complicated really quick. Um, so I'm going to kind of go off of a little bit what I found on this. But if anyone wants to jump in and has an opinion, wants to talk about, you know, Jim's question or anything along the lines line, 707-895-2448. Give us a call. We'll talk sports with you. But th- the best thing I could find to, to summarize my research is there's a clause in – I believe it's Title Nine. Equal kind of equal access for for, it's a it's a funding thing, but it it, it ends with equal access to sports at the the high school and college level. Yeah. But there's a there's a clause in there that talks about equal equal access to opportunity. And that was like kind of the best I could ever find in terms of a a rule one way or the other. And what I kind of took that to mean, equal opportunity or equal access to opportunity, is – and again, this is where it just turns into total interpretation by me. And I I don't have any steadfast thing here. But the reason you don't see a man or a a male on a female softball team in college is because there's – I would I could see the argument or the case made that there is an equal in the spring for them to play baseball. And when you take a sport like football, the reason you allow it is there is not an equal opportunity at for football for a for a female for a women's football team, right? So Again, that, that's the closest I could find. This is only at the college level. It doesn't right. expand at the pro level where they can do whatever they want. They can make whatever rules they want. The closest thing I could find to a rule one way or the other with this was this clause about equal opportunity in college sports for men and women.
1: I even go to, to Mendocino High School where we all were, or you were, and I was, and right. they – There is constantly there. There has been females on the baseball team. The boy, and again, it's called boys' baseball. And um, but I've never seen a male on the girls' volleyball team. And and it just, and I don't think they would. My point is, they haven't been on there because they're not. They're not allowed to. So and he, and I would say even if there wasn't enough players, that I, I heard that argument coming from someone um, that in, in Mendocino they didn't have enough boys to play baseball, so they allowed the girls. I, that that's not the case. They always have allowed girls on that team regardless of how many there were boys there were, but they wouldn't allow a boy on the girls volleyball team even if there wasn't enough. They wouldn't play. That that's so so somehow. Um, Maybe there isn't a logical explanation. I don't, I, I don't know. And- I, I just don't. It's just like I
0: said, I just don't know how the, the words are. The, the, excuse me, not the words. The rules are worded. To, like enough to get into it. it. This is all about the wording of rules and, and how things are defined. I, I really think that's the case. It, like I said, in college and in, in the pros. Or excuse me, college and high school. In the pros, it's very simple. They can make whatever rules they want because they're they're a, you know a for profit business, and they can choose.
1: Do you do you think they that, want.
0: they're they're going to hire the best employee?
1: Aren't we pretty sure that the women's NBA doesn't allow men's in it? Men in it? Aren't we pretty? Yeah, sure?
0: and I would imagine there's a rule that says that. It's called the Women's National Basketball Association, and for that matter, it was started with with kind of help from the NBA. So I I, I think it's very clear that the league is not designed for.
1: But since the, since the women's NBA has, has been funded by the NBA, do you think women are still, could, if a woman was good enough, they could make a, a men's NBA team? I think, again, I don't, I don't think there's a rule that stops it, but mm. I don't know. I, I think they could try. So then I'm back would, to my original question. You just agreed that a man couldn't play in the women's NBA, but a woman could play in the men's league, if you will. Why isn't that sexism? <laughs> seven zero seven eight nine five. I have no idea. I really don't.
0: again like, I think it's so easy to get caught up in opinion here. Where I'm trying, I'm trying to keep it to the to the kind of the the, the, rule the, of the wording of the rules. But if you expand outside of that into opinion, that's where your your question comes. Um,
1: when I asked somebody else, Jerry, this was interesting. They the answer I got to them in in basketball was. Why 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 would a man want to play in the women's NBA? And that's a simple answer. There's a lot of basketball junkies out there that just want to play. And if they were good enough to play in the women's NBA, which I'm sure there's a lot of college players that played all their life, every day, that couldn't make the men's NBA, that would be very happy to play in the women's NBA, but they're not allowed but
0: it, to. But at that point, isn't it not the women's NBA? Like, isn't that the part of this conversation? At that point, it's just the less good NBA?
1: Yeah, Exactly yeah like,
0: like that's what that's what league like that's what the that's what leagues in europe are for that's what leagues in mexico are for that's what that's where those players go like i i, Cole, I don't it's just that's not what the WNBA is designed for and, and, yeah, and i no. also think it's just it's just a weird one because this all started because of just a bizarre set of circumstances at vanderbilt <laughs> university that led to the starting goalie on the women's soccer team being the kicker. Like, I don't even know if she's going to kick this week. I haven't Didn't followed it, the story. No like, I don't it even is, know if she's going to play this week.
1: Excuse me for not paying, maybe not paying total attention. I've been accused of that many a times. It was basically due to COVID, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was.
1: Okay. That's so what I right. That's how right I started.
0: Yeah. It was because their one of their kickers had opted out and the other one was not able to play because of COVID stuff. And so they, they brought her on. So it's, I don't even know if that's going to be the case this week. Like it's, it's a very cool story. I, 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 I think we both agree it's a big deal that a female took the field in a power five Division One conference game in the SEC of no places, in the South, which which is the which is the Jeez. mecca of college football. That's a big deal. But as I just go back to it was just to go back to the moment itself, it was so anticlimactic that she kicked the ball once and that was the whole
1: thing. Do you want do you want to uh sort of semi-blend this into, Jerry, I, you understand the, um, I like the way you explained this one to me, That the thing with the Dempo, Denver uh, Broncos running out of quarterbacks because of yeah, do- COVID-19. But that Noah started, that didn't start because of someone just getting it, that started because of a bunch of idiots. Hold on a minute. You're on the cell phone. Hello, you're on the cell phone. The cell phone? Oh, you're on the sports phone. <laughs> Try again, caller. That one seemed like, well, let's not talk about it. Uh, 707-895-2448. Give another call. We'll try to get you on here. We've got about uh, 10 minutes left. Where were you at? Where were you, Jer? Well,
0: you brought up the Denver Broncos oh. situation. Oh, there it is. From, let, me try
1: last- once, let me try once more. You're on the air.
4: Hey, I, I was curious about that call uh, Marijuana and the NBA? Yep. Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah, I think it's probably, you know, you. I, I think it might be that they're trying to figure out possibly uh, pain management also for some of these ah. guys. You know, it's, you look at, like, NFL football players and 300-pound dudes hitting each other over
1: and over. Uh,
4: you, you know, maybe it's heading that route. What do you guys think?
1: Uh, I, I think you know pain comes in a lot of levels. And Jerry, I want you to answer this one too. I'm answering sort of from a public health standpoint. Pain comes in a lot of levels, and maybe letting people do what they're comfortable with also eases some some emotional or uh, stress related. Just just not restricting. I don't know. What, what, how you answer that one, Jer?
0: I. I- 100 percent agree that, that there is a medical aspect to this um and, uh-huh. and i thought yeah, right, that the, right. the, the quote from uh the nba i thought was actually very telling for this so, so this was the way the nba quoted this when they announced this and this is the, this is their their direct quote due to the unusual circumstances in conjunction with the pandemic we have agreed with the with the nba pa with, with the nbpa which is the players association to suspend random testing for marijuana for the 2020 2021 season uh, so, like, I, I think that wording—the key words being "unusual circumstances" uh-huh. in conjunction with the pandemic—I think it absolutely
4: goes to the, to so the medical side a, of it, whether a, a it be mental physical health and a physical health type.
1: That, thats my take on it. On it too. Did you have something else for for?
4: Well, no. I was th- I was just thinking. You know, there's probably all sorts of stuff that we don't see behind the scenes of. You know how how many bottles of Tylenol are these guys going through? How much, you know, are they dipping over into other serious, you know, uh, heavy narcotics for, I think it was Rob Gronkowski or something. Uh, After he won his last Super Bowl, I think when he played for New England, he said, he said, I'm done, you know, I'm just in too much pain. And I think he went and started working with some sort of marijuana I don't know, advocacy or group or something. And now he's back playing with Tom Brady who went to the Buccaneers. And when Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers, he brought Rob Gronkowski out of retirement. Wow. And Rob Gronkowski retired because he said, you know, I'm in too much pain. I've been hit too many times. I broke my, you know, arm three times. Uh, and then I think he sort of in, and I got it, you know, I, I got no horse in this race. I I don't really play sports. I don't use marijuana. I just think it's interesting that there's probably a lot going on with these guys that we're not privy to, and maybe they're looking at the marijuana as, you know, this might be a a better alternative than these guys sucking down, you know, tons of heavy-duty ibuprofen, Tylenol, stuff like that.
1: Constantly. Well,
0: Well, and I think one of the reasons I agree with that so much is Professional sports leagues have some of the best medical professionals in the world, right? Like right, the, exactly. the NBA so So it's it's crazy to to assume that they don't know the benefits that have proven of, of marijuana. So it's like again right. goes to that there's no if there's no way the team doctors for all these different proteins don't know the benefits that, that marijuana can have medically. So I think that has to play into this in
4: some way. It just has to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think like, you know, don't drive to practice in, in games drunk. Don't play, you know, professional sports. Dri- same as don't drive to the, you know, the gym high. Don't play the games. High. I mean, right. obviously I can see the 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 rules coming into play. But, you know, as as time goes on and, and with this COVID and. I, I just, you know, I've never thought about that till you brought it up, Jerry. And and I think it's just absolutely fascinating and uh, just totally, totally an interesting topic. Anyway, I love you guys' show. Keep up the great work.
1: That was a great perspective. Thanks for the call. That, that, yeah. that, guy, that guy got me even thinking about it more, Jerry. And, and I th- from a public health standpoint um, and, and because of the, the, the work you've been doing in the industry, there's no question anymore about the medical efficacy, there's there's no question, and um, I can't tell you how many people I've been working with over the last 15 years, they're not saying that cannabis might help their aches, aches and pains, it's not experimental at all, they, they know it as much as we know I ibuprofen does, they, they know it in their hearts, they tell me, so it's um, I, I think the repetitiveness of just the NBA and, uh, you know, the or, or any of the pro sports, the the amount that they're playing, the repetitive injuries, the the stress injuries. Um, I think you're right. I think it was a medical decision. Now, the more I, I think about it, I, I think it's
0: partially a medical decision. All right. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's all a medical decision but i think it's very involved again just when you look at the wording of these statements by the nba a couple minutes left on the show here about six minutes to go 707-895-2448 uh give us a ring if you want to talk about sports any thoughts and and anything in the world of sports or the nba you know the nba uh loosening their rules on marijuana testing or anything else going on in the world of sports give us a ring whatever you want to talk about um Jim, I had one other quote I wanted to read. This is from Adam Silver, who's the commissioner of the NBA. Yeah. And again, I just think this, because this is the kind of thing that goes back to what I was talking about. Of The NBA, I think, sees where this is going, right, at a larger level. So his quote was, when we change our policy, we have to be really careful because we're clearly sending a message to young people. Just like with alcohol, you have to teach young people how to use a substance appropriately and responsibly.
1: So we're talking about it's- then, I'm sorry, did I cut you off?
0: Just that is Adam Silver's quote. That is a quote from Adam Silver, who's the commissioner of the NBA, in relation to their decision to not do random drug tests for
1: marijuana. This year. That makes total sense in in, in the um, in the, the first part we were talking. About. Right, right, and yeah. in yeah, so and, and but I I still think it's based on more on a medical than a yep. recreational. Um, yeah, jeez. Uh, so it, um, we got that one in. It was great to revisit that. I never thought of it that way. Um, I'm surprised I haven't any any calls at 707-895-2448 questioning uh, the sexism of a woman being allowed to play in a men's team, but
0: so uh, <laughs> I don't know. Jim, I have an update actually?
1: Yeah, okay, go ahead.
0: in in the in what couldn't be a better turn of events in just the irony that is the world of sports right now, Sarah Fuller, who Vanderbilt brought on to replace kickers because of COVID is not going to get to play in Vanderbilt's game against Georgia this week because the game has been postponed due to a shortage of players because of COVID. So to answer the question of, is she going to get a chance this week to kick more? No, because
1: there's no game. They might as well bring on a whole, a, a, a whole second team of women. (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh, it's, it's crazy! It's really, really crazy. Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, about about three and a half minutes or so, maybe a little bit less uh, left on the sports phone here. Jarrett, sure, tell the uh, de- so,
1: tell the Denver Bronco story before we get. I mean,
0: there. it's it's a quick one, and Noah kind of touched on a little bit. I, I don't have time to get into the details. Hold on, but hold on. we got a, we get, got
1: two calls. Okay, so, let's, yeah, let's take the call. Yep. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hey, um, to
4: get you guys off your comfort spot, there. Um, I heard that Novak Djokovic. Tested positive for COVID. No. I was wondering no. if you knew, um, you know, how it how it fell out, how he's doing, or if there's oh. other people.
1: Wow. Give Give Jerry, give Jerry, thirty seconds on this one.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. Thirty seconds. I'll take my answer um, off the air. Thanks for the call, there,
1: Jerry. While you're researching this, I'm going to take another one. Lost that one. Got an answer, Jerry?
0: So again. Quick, quick research. All I can find is stuff from June. I don't see anything recent about Djokovic testing positive, but I do see stories about over the summer him testing positive. Huh. And, I, again, I, I need to research this more and, and get and get more information because the next article I found saying is the title is Novak Djokovic claims he's the victim of a witch hunt for coronavirus wow. after players test positive. Uh, so so I, I don't know the details of this. There's definitely a story around Novak Djokovic and
1: COVID. We've got 45 hey, we'll call seconds. Up on it next week. 45 seconds, caller, you're on the air.
3: Yeah, I just want to throw in, up in Laytonville, my daughter is 40, 44, and they have softball, and it doesn't matter who, what you are, what sex, boy, girl, they, should, they, they play for the joy of it. Huh. And I remember when it should be, you know, why can't we just have that? Just let it be what it is. You know, if people want to get together and play, you know, then have a good time. Thanks for the I call. I dream dreams.
1: Thank you. You have thirty seconds, caller. You're on the air.
3: You know, then have a good time.
1: Thanks, Hello, thanks. caller. Oh, we lost that one, chair. Let's t- let's wind let's wind it up or wind it down. All
0: right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, we don't have any music to play us out tonight, Jim. So I guess we need to have a discussion. Are we change? Is this a sign? Are we changing the theme song, or are you going to talk to the, the tech wizards and try to recover our old song?
1: Um, let's 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 go both ways. I, I love the sports phone tonight, Chair. I I don't know if it. You know, sometimes I think the only reason I like the sports phone one week more than the other because I feel better. I don't know. <laughs> no,
0: it was a fun week for sure. Uh, we'll wrap it up. We're going to be back next week, uh, same time, seven o'clock Friday night. That will be Friday, December eleventh. Until then, we're going to wrap it up. Maybe we're going to have a new theme song next week. We'll find out. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Jim, I would say play us out, but we don't have any music, so I'm going to play.
1: I'm going to play something here. Um, talk to you next week.